you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for mercy will be shown them. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you, when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not going to climb up there. I don't want to be in competition with the flowers. And thank those who, of you who brought some of your relatives' uh, pictures and photos to remind us what we're here for. I also brought my clan my, for my great, my, my grandfather and his children, which my parents, my mother, my brother, and my father on his motorcycle when he was a hot rodder. We're here to look at those scriptures and also realize that we have a special link to eternal life through Jesus Christ. The scriptures, a hundred years before Jesus, Book of Wisdom, we heard, read, tells us that the souls of the just are in the hands of God. And to those without faith, the foolish, they seem to be dead. But for us, who are wise in faith, we know that they are resting with God. And like, like sparks in, in stubble, they're still here with us. Now, the Book of Wisdom was preparing, the author didn't know that, he was writing for Alexandrian Jews who were living in, in pagan country, 
Hellenistic culture. And he's trying to make a connection because the, the, the culture said, you know, when you're dead, you're dead. That's it. You get buried. That's it. N no more. That was, that was the Greek culture. And everything relied on the gods and goddesses. But the Book of Wisdom, they were, it was written for Jews by a Jew. And he's saying, no, it's different. And when you die, you don't just die and go away. You rest in the hands of God. And no more torment touches the person who dies. Now, they heard that, and they probably believed that. I have to say they did believe it. But when Jesus comes along, he puts all of that into a great context, doesn't he? Because when he confronted death, he destroyed it. He rose. Now, if we look on the scriptures of wisdom and say, the souls of the just rest in the hands of God. Yes, the souls of the just are resting with our Lord Jesus Christ, who is alive himself. And that's why we're here today. To remember. Now, some of you brought pictures. But remember, some of the people you're praying for today. Maybe some that you don't even know. You're great-grandfathers and grandmothers and ancestors. But hear, hear the stories in your head about your relatives and your friends and your family. Remember what they did for you and how they touched you. Let's, let's be serious. Let's filter out all the negative. Now, regrettably, some of you might only have negative memories. And for those, we, we offer special prayers because those who hurt you, who are now resting, who are deceased, I should say, will work out their just relationship with God in the life of Jesus Christ. It's not vengeance, it's punishment for being evil people. Push them aside for our consideration today. And remember, remember the ones you who touched you in a certain way. Remember those who, who took care of you, who maybe took, taught you how to put your shoes on, taught you the first time to say the, the Mass, to, to say the Rosary or the sign of the cross. Re remember the ancestors who went shopping with you. Re remember those who fed you. Be at the table with your families and friends at the holidays. Look around that imaginary table and remember. Remember the people who you are praying for today. The souls of the just rest in God. They're not gone. Their souls are not visible to us, but they are certainly alive. As you'll hear, and we say it every time we have a Mass for the dead, we say, life is changed, not ended. When our bodily functions end, our body is put in the earth or tomb, that life, the physical, biological, material, mortal life ends and a new life continues. Not new, like it's brand new, continues. It's changed. So the rewards of what we have done and how we acted with each other here on earth go with us and, not to be negative, so do the punishments. And there are regrettably too many parents who have hurt and punish their, their, their children uselessly. We don't want to concentrate on them. We want to concentrate on those of us who are here 
happy to be here. And I have to say happy because that's the theme of the scriptures. Blessed, happy are those of us who mourn, we will be comforted. We remember today, and you know I have to tell you a story, and you know, it wouldn't be me, right, if I didn't share one of my stories with you. I'll give you, I'll give you two. These are two stories that characterize my growing up in Jersey City in a, an Italian household um, that wasn't very religious on Sunday, but every other day of the week, absolutely. We had the statues, we had the altar in the house, we had the candles, we, we, we put baskets of flowers outside for the processions, the various holidays during the, during the summer months especially. My mother was on every committee, a volunteer committee you could imagine. My father was Knights of Columbus. All, all that stuff, all that stuff. But they didn't go to church on Sunday. My father did. He would bring me and Michael, my brother, and he would sit behind us in church So because so, my mother was home cooking. Those were the days before Saturday evening Mass. And I can remember, this wasn't the story, but I need to tell you this one. So I can remember one time, Michael and I were there playing. I was probably eight, so he was maybe 11. And, and we always fought or did something to torment each other. That was our role as brothers. And he touched me, I touched him, he pinched me, I pinched him. And, and my, I didn't know this, my father was two, two rows behind us seeing this going on during Mass. And I'll never forget, the hand was as big as God, and it came, it came up between us, bang, bang. He got one, and I got one. I presumed it was my father's hand, but my, it was. But that was a memory of my, my role in my family with my father in church. When I told the family that I was going to go to the seminary, it, it was roundabout way, my mother opened my mail, you know, denied she opened it of course opened my mail being accepted by the seminary and she said you know what is this she 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 was sixth grade education but she was a smart woman intelligent woman what is this i said oh that's the seminary she says you, you you're gonna be a priest i said i don't know maybe if they hey, I'm, I'm going we'll see what happens it's up, up to god she's okay because i i'm also an artist so she said well don't forget if that doesn't work out, you go back to your art, you know, you don't, don't worry about it. Okay, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, I was a teenager, so I had a senior in high school, and I could remember this as if it was yesterday, and I'm tying my shoe, because I'm going out to a club with my friends. I'm tying my shoe around the kitchen table. My father says, he puts down his newspaper, and he says, um, Mom said you're going to the seminary to be a priest. I said, yeah, maybe, you know. He said, we're always with you. Do what you want to do, and we support you. A stronger memory I, I can't have than that. And I know I'm a priest because of them. A few Sundays later, after I was well accepted, at the kitchen table on Sunday, you know, Catholics, I'm a Catholic, so Italians think that's very sacred, we're all there, grandma and grandpa, everybody's, everybody's there. Puts down his fork, and he never stopped eating. Eating was very important. Puts down his fork, says, so I have something to say. Okay, now you figure, again, my brother's three years older than me, so he's uh, like 20-something. Since Louis's going to seminary, and he's going to be a priest, 
we're all going to start going to Mass this Sunday. Put the fork down, started eating, case closed. And that's how he converted my family to go to the church. Now, I, today I want you to share your stories with each other, with somebody. Because it makes the relatives who put us here alive in our hearts again. The souls of the just are in the hands of God, and I believe my parents are. And people asked the other day, because I did a wake service back in Jersey, and I said, pray to Carol. That, that was the woman we were praying for. I said, speak to her. She's passed, but she's not gone. I speak to my parents. I speak to my grandmother all the time. My aunt, who was my godmother, all the time. My mother, not on the same, every day, every day. And of course, I pray for them in Mass, but I speak to them in prayer anywhere I am. When I have to make a decision and I know how they would have acted toward it, I speak to them. So I encourage that. And this is not pagan. It's the most spiritual thing we can do. Jesus is alive. We've got to get that in our heads. Jesus is alive. And if my family is with Jesus, who is alive, they are alive. I don't know where heaven is. I don't know what it looks like. But if they're with Jesus, I trust it's the best place they could be. The place you and I want to be one day. Today's theme is Beatitudes, blessings, blessings, blessings. For all the stuff we go through in life, God will bless us. God will take care of us. But we've got to take care of each other in the meantime. As we remember who we are before Christ. And as we remember our relatives who brought us here. May they rest in peace. Fifteen minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years, because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.